0: Strict immigration thing going on over there. but We'll see. Numbers chapter 11, verse 16 and 17. If you got it, say, I got it. Everybody say, one church, many locations. Church. Say it, one church, church, many locations. The Bible says, and Jehovah said unto Moses, gather unto me seventy men. Of the elders of Israel, whom thou know to be the elders of the people, and officers over them, and bring them unto the tent of meeting, that they may stand there with you. And I will come down and talk with you there, and I will take of the spirit which is upon you, and I will put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that thou wilt bear not by yourself. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today in Jesus' name for this word. Holy Spirit, speak and challenge our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. One church, many locations. One thing here is that we read about in Numbers is that at this point in time, Moses was actually just going through a breakdown. He was coming through. If you read previously before this, you see Moses, he's, he's literally complaining to God. He's crying out to God and saying, God, why me? What did I do to you that I would have to deal with these people? Hello, somebody. You hear Pastor Moses and you start to see the frustration as you begin to read his experience as he's praying out to God. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever had the opportunity to hear your pastor or any other pastor for that matter Those times where they're actually crying out to God in the times where things are getting really hot and really hard. Let me tell you something. Many times we don't understand the struggle is real for your pastors. He gave out the pastors a heart award. I wasn't going to preach this message, but you know what? Here it is. Because basically what I'm going to talk to you about this morning is learning to catch the heart of your pastor. Learning to understand the struggle, learning to receive and understand that just like here, Moses was at a time where he was battling and struggling and ready just to pretty much give up. He wanted to die. You see, because why? He was carrying not only the people that were being stubborn and rebellious and so forth, those things we already know about, but the truth was he was carrying the burden of the people because he he could see their faces, he could see them struggling as they had to survive on manna, as they had to go through the wilderness wandering around and so forth. He would see all of these things, and how many know that the man of God would see these things and it would begin to affect and weigh down upon his heart? You don't hear me this morning. I'm going to be transparent for you because most pastors will not do this. They will not let you know how real the struggle can be. So it's my job to come in from out of town. Because the truth is I want to see the heart of the bay grow. I want to see the church grow. I want to see where these seats are filled to capacity. Last year we came in, and I come in this year, it's getting better. But what I see right now is the church is, the Lord is adding to the church. But we got to start understanding that if ever there's going to be any multiplication that's going to take place, the multiplication of souls being saved and reached, then you and i got to understand the key is is that everyone in this room, as we come to the tent of meeting, as we come to the church house, that we would allow ourselves to be opened up so that God can speak through the man of God and that the spirit that is upon your pastors or upon the leaders of this church would be transmitted and transferred to everyone. Every one of us. Because God didn't just call you to be ordinary. You're in Victory Outreach. There's no ordinary people in this place right now. Hello, somebody. None of you and none of us in Victory Outreach, we are individuals that nobody else would look twice at and say, That's a man or a woman of God before. But God had said, listen, the time is now for Victory Outreach, heart of the bay, to begin to gather together in the tent of meeting and allow God to begin to take the spirit of the man of God, even from our founders and our leaders, and allow that spirit to be put upon our lives. The transference of the anointing. The transference of the authority. The transference of the burden. Can I get an Amen. You see, the reason why this was taking place was because we see Moses broken and asking God, why me? Why must I carry this burden by myself? So God came through and said, it is not my plan for you to carry it by yourself. And even in the Bible, we know that actually the calling of the shepherd of the house is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. The calling of the leadership of the church is to equip the saints for the work. of How are you going to be equipped? It's not going to be in a classroom. It's not going to be in just a, a specific discipleship only. It's going to be in the transference of the spirit of the man of God upon your life. Because we know that the battle is won through the spirit of God. Not through just our knowledge and our veti and so forth. All of those things give us strength. Strength and, and understanding and revelation. But the true anointing, the transference of the Spirit begins to be put upon your life. And that's when you can begin to go to your workplace, to your jobs, to your to your schools, to your, to your neighborhoods and begin to really see a transference of the anointing, that evangelistic spirit that's upon this church, that mission-minded spirit that's been upon this church, the legacy that's been upon this church begin to be passed on to your life. But you have to open yourself up to receive it. Tell your neighbor one church, many locations. It wasn't just a simply an anointing to become a leader. You see, because that's not what it takes that you would, uh, you would get, strive to become a leader only. Leadership is just a calling to serve more. That's it. But the anointing of God upon victory outreach is a very pure and an anointing that had God had said listen in the inner cities there's a cry coming out to my ears i the, the heart of God was becoming broken by the epidemic of drugs the heart of God is being broken even right now with the war of drugs that's taking place there in Asia the heart of God is being broken when there's young men and women being snatched up from the streets and they're being sliced open so that their organs can be sold on the black market this is beginning to break the heart of God. And I believe right now Victory Outreach that the time is now. The time is now for the transference of the legacy. You might have been here for years. You might have just came in today. My friend, guess what? The time is now for God's people to rise up in spirit and in truth to be able to receive that anointing. You see, if it took wisdom and knowledge, then I never would have been standing here today. Because I remember my first missionary trip into the, in the, Ireland. I was six months out of the men's home. Hello, somebody. I was just, you know, wet behind the ears, barely knew Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. That's it. I have the scars to prove it. <laughs> Scriptures for days. But the truth is, is I didn't know much. All I knew is that I wanted to honor God. My life was grateful. I was broken, lost, destitute. I was dead. Hello, somebody. If my wife knew me before I came to Christ, hello, she would have never married me. But thank God for the grace that we never ran into each other. Because it's a miracle. The truth is, is though, that the transference that was to take place was so that, that God's spirit could be put upon those people and they would be also having the heart of Moses. You see, this is what will guarantee Victory Outreach International. We gotta understand, we gotta have that same spirit of our founders. We gotta have that same understanding. But you see, you can't just say, Oh, yeah, I want the heart of my pastor, but not be willing to share the burden. That's what's gonna take. If you want to see growth, if you want to see multiplication growth take place, if you want to see souls come by the hundreds and by the fifties and by the thousands into the kingdom of God. You see, I can testify it's been 20 some years now since 1995 that my wife and I, you know, knew each other. Then we started the journey of becoming missionaries. And I'll tell you, every single moment that we get on a plane, every single moment we go to the store, there are divine appointments that are waiting for us. Why? Because we're at the point where we continue to look for the harvest souls. Everywhere you go, you're seeing souls. Hello, somebody. Everywhere you go, you're seeing lost lives that are out there, destitute, lost, and empty. Why? Because they don't have what we got. And it's up to us, Victory Outreach, because we have been given a rich legacy in Victory Outreach International. Yeah. You see, I understand you guys are close to what's taking place over here. The transference of our founders and leaders, is, it's, it's easier to stay connected to. So I understand the value. I have to work at staying connected because I'm 7,000 miles away. I have to continue to, to get online in and, 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 and those late hours and continue to feed my spirit, to hear from the founders, to hear from our elders, to continue to feed my spirit so that I know that the spirit that's upon them will continue to be upon my life because this will guarantee that I'm not going the wrong direction, but I'm staying in step with the vision, staying in step with the times, staying in step with my leaders, knowing that, hey, if he's gonna say, listen, we need to go this way, I'm already there hello somebody because i have the spirit of our leaders are you catching it this morning are you really catching it this afternoon you see it all begins to know that listen you got to come and be willing be willing that's it willing willing to open your life and say hey not my plans not my will not my agenda it's not about me it's not about i hello somebody But you'll be willing to say, listen, the Word of God is coming alive in my life, so I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to fight in it. I'm going to stand in it. I'm going to continue to be victorious in it, but I'm going to continue to hold on to the coattail of my leaders, and I'm going to continue to say, listen, pastor, if you need anything, pastor, here I am. Pastor, why? Because you start to understand the struggle. You'll never fully understand the struggle of the weight of the burden of the people that are going through it, the families that the enemy keeps trying to take out. The enemy keeps trying to come in and stay kill and destroy but the shepherd knows when the enemy's coming in he starts to see it and he starts to recognize it and that burden begins to take his place and he says listen i'm gonna fight for your soul i'm gonna fight for your family i'm gonna fight for your children but the rest of us sometimes we just uh so focused on paying the bills can i be real come on family say amen let me know you still love me right now. But I got to, you know, put it out. This, this is time for heart to heart. Amen? Heart to heart to get your pastor's heart. I know your pastor. I know his heart for evangelists. I know his heart for the lost. I, I know and I see how he works early in the morning to going in late at night. For what? For the glory? No for the souls because the burden is for real the burden is the same burden Jesus began to see the need when he looked up and he saw the harvest and he said we need to pray the Lord of the harvest that what? that he will raise up the workers not the workers that are going to go this way and go that way but the workers that are going to be in one spirit in one accord moving under the same spirit together Moving under the same vision and the same purpose surrendering your will pastor Steve one of his last sermons to the outreach it was a very important time because listen he was making it clear as he spoke that message one of Sonny's guys he was preaching to all of us his spiritual children and saying listen you need to continue to connect yourself you need to allow the spirit that's on our founder to be upon you you got to continue to understand listen yes you're my son yes you're my daughter but this vision it's a bigger than me hello somebody this vision is bigger than us can I get an amen Amen. so we got to catch it because we got to continue to take this legacy to the next 50 years until the Lord tarries there are many cities out there many people out there still Asia alone is one of the largest continents of the world we have Filipino church members who are in Dubai in all parts of the Middle East, Istanbul, all these places where they're Christians and they're serving God. But guess what? The, the gospel is spreading a lot more faster over there at this time when they have to keep their worship quiet. And they got to do it in secret because they can be arrested and put in prison because of it. Where they have to smuggle in their They got to sneak their Bibles through immigration just to go ahead and be who they want to be in Christ we continue to allow ourselves to go to church. Hello, somebody. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Come on, come on. Give God praise. Give God glory. I don't want to be too, I don't want to be too much. I'll do a mando on you. Hello, somebody. On the devil, that's for sure. But I truly want you to understand the heart of your pastor needs to be transferred to you, but you have, the only way that happens is if you're willing to share the burden. Just like when the, Moses stood there on the hill and the people of God were fighting, he needed some men willing to keep his arms up. These are all pictures of us to learn from today. You don't have to be the one. Everybody knows your name. You don't have to be. That's why my wife and I, we're very content, but not satisfied. You see, I might be called to go to another city, but right now the base is San Pedro. The base is the Philippines. I might just go next door to the city next to us. Hello. Right now, God's raising up men and women who are starting to hear that promise that the Philippines is the gateway to Asia. They're starting to be reminded of that promise that was given in the time of Pastor Daryl and, and the pastors that were there pioneering the promise of God came back then. But how many know that when God gives a promise to his people, it's not in vain, it doesn't disappear, just like the promise God gave to some of you. You received it, you've seen it, you can almost taste it, but for some reason it's it hasn't happened yet, my friend. It ain't going nowhere. The call of God is beyond reproach. It doesn't disappear. God is still saying, I know your name. I know the plans I have for you. I know the future I have for you. You have a big part in the vision. You have a big part in this legacy. You have a part, an inheritance in what I have called victory. I already taught it to me to do. Don't give up on it. Don't let it be stolen from you. Because guess what? God is still waiting and saying, "Here it is. You are my treasure out of darkness. You are one of those riches that right now are the secret. It's time to get your shovel out, your pitchfork, and start digging it up. The time is now. The time is now. Victory Outreach. Your task and the vision and legacy might not be mine, but it's okay. Don't ever get caught up trying to live someone else's part. Don't ever try to be somebody else in the vision. You be you. God called you. God has a destiny for you. God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. Your plans are not my plans. Hello, somebody. But the truth is, if we all have the same spirit, all of our plans are working together to reach the inner cities of the world. You might have been involved in the trenches at one time, some time ago. And find yourself right now no longer in those trenches. Time to get the shovel out. Start digging a new trench. Start digging back towards that purpose and that calling because it ain't gone anywhere in your life. When you allow yourself to be willing to take of the spirit upon your leaders and allow it to be put on your life then you also receive that anointing and authority. You receive that authority when you're willing to say, okay, but guess what? The authority won't come unless you're willing to share the burden. That's why Jesus said, pick up your cross and follow me. Hello. Anyone who puts his hands to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. We need to allow ourselves to understand That today, all you need to do is say, I'm willing to share in this burden for the city of Hayward, for the Bay Area, sharing this burden for the nations. You may not be sent, but you can be a sender. You can be a part, no matter what what your part is. It could be ushering. It could be kids gang. It could be, you know, making some good old fashioned barbecue ribs. It doesn't matter as long as you are being you. You be you. That's it because it's all one body, one purpose, one focus, and that's to accomplish the vision of Victory Outreach International. Don't look at your circumstances. Don't look at how things are going on in your life. Don't be detoured by troubled waters, because if that was the case, I wouldn't be here today. My friend, you got to continue to know that God has called you to go through the troubled waters to pass through the valleys, to go through all of those mountains. And, and sometimes, you're, in order to make the mountain move by faith, you got to climb it. you got to be willing to climb the mountain. But guess what? How does the mountain move? God gives you the strength and the ability and the anointing to overcome it. Some of us would just say, I'll pray the mountains be moved. Yeah, you got to pray. Hello, somebody. But prayer without anything, action... Hello, somebody. Sometimes God will just give you the strength to overcome that mountain. God has that plan, but you've got to be willing to share the burden. We've been birthed and adopted in such a rich, powerful legacy in Victory Outreach. When I hear the testimonies of our founders and leaders, and 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 how they paid the price, how they were willing to go and take a city, not even guaranteed that they were going to be able to pay the bills. Hello, somebody. Not even being not even asking about how am I going to be supported. They just went with the calling and the burden for the city, and they went. And guess what? That's how Victory Outreach Hayward was birthed. Hello, somebody. That's how this church and this ministry was beginning to take the East Bay. That's how the pastors who who continued to go with this legacy went out and when I hear about the blood sweat and tears that was paid for us to be able to be here today then my friend I gotta say listen I might be the next generation I might be the Joshua generation but guess what Joshua was right there connected to the spirit of Moses he received the spirit of Moses and as he did the Lord said now is your time to go ahead and bridge the gap into the promised land but guess what it didn't stop with Joshua there were generations after him we gotta understand that each one of us God has called us to go ahead and inherit this wonderful legacy but we got to be willing to understand that the price doesn't stop we got to be willing to share the burden for the people with no guarantees except the, bo- the bible and what we get on our knees can i get an amen you see jesus continued to see the multitudes he was burdened with them even Joshua, when he was a servant of Moses. You see, the important thing is, and this is where I'm going to wrap it up. The important thing is, and how you're going to share in the burden, you need to connect yourself to a man of God or a woman of God. Somebody who's in the trenches. Somebody who you will give the authority to disciple you. Somebody you'll give the ability to speak to you. Whether it's good, hard, or anything. See, a lot of us, we're not connecting ourselves yet to some people in the church. We're connecting ourselves to people who we're not threatened by. Who are not challenging us. We're hanging out with our friends. Can I get an amen? Discipleship, this is how you begin to share the burden. You see, every big thing that took place started with somebody connecting themselves to a man or a woman of God. The minute they decided to commit, connect themselves like Joshua did to Moses or Elisha did to Elisha, they, even Elisha received a double portion because he was willing to be the servant of Elisha. How many can say amen? Peter, James, and John, they were all servants of Jesus Christ. No matter what, the calling of a servant does not disappear. How many know that when God gives you the opportunity to be a minister, you are a servant? That's where the pastor's heart award comes. Because you're a servant and you're a minister even without the title. Jesus even said in Matthew 20, 26, and 27, No, not so shall it be among you, but whoever would become great among you shall be your minister. And whoever would be first among you shall be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. Greatness is measured by your willingness to pick up your cross and give your life for a greater purpose. The spirit of the the leaders of each of these who they served was transferred from them unto their lives. And they were able to accomplish greater works. Jesus even told the disciples, greater works will you do than I have done. You see, when you are humble enough and open enough to connect yourself, one of Sonny's guys, one of Esteban's guys, one of these guys. You connect yourself to a man or a woman that's bigger than you in the Lord, who's paid a price, who labored and sacrificed, and you're willing to share their burden. Then God is able to transfer it into your life. You see, we have to have that spirit of the pioneer And the spirit of a trailblazer, God will provide, God will protect, God will remove all the obstacles. That's our promise in Isaiah 42, amen, that he will go before us, he will level the mountains, he will break down the gates, he will cut through the bars. In other words, he's going to remove the obstacles for you and I. You just got to be willing to follow him. Pick up your cross and follow him. That's all. Jesus said, I will go before you and I will give it to you. You just got to answer the call. Don't wait for it. Don't just pray for it, but pick it up and follow him. And he said, I will remove all the obstacles for you. But guess what? And it goes from that. That's the promise for you and I. But then we got to step into Isaiah 54, 2 and 3, where he says, enlarge the place of your tent. Why? So that you can prepare for the multiplication of souls in the kingdom. It takes work. You've got to enlarge it. You've got to strengthen the stakes. In other words, you've got to begin to make sure you are ready for the harvest. Because that's when you start saying, I am now a descendant of the vision. I am now a descendant of this legacy from the heart of the bay. Because you are picking it up and following him. God's plans are higher than your plans. You want to be settled for mediocre and ordinary, Then my friend, you might find yourself in a place where you're feeling dry and you're struggling and battling with what? With just to pay the bills. My friend, that's not the will of God for you to struggle just to pay bills. Can I get an amen? God has bigger plans for your life that he will begin to pay the bills for you. And he will do that. He will remove the obstacles, those bills for you, when you follow him. Today we got to understand that every one of us have a part, but it all starts with sharing the burden. When you are willing to come to this altar, allow the spirit to be placed And transfer it to your life. It's only going to happen when you're willing to share the burden for the souls that are in the house. The souls that are outside. The burden of the city. The burden of the lost. Feeling it when you can't sleep at night. Feeling it when you wake up early in the morning. and The first thing on your mind is the lost souls that are out there. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of God quickens you to pray for souls that are specifically being targeted in a certain area. The burden, you're willing to share it, then God will begin to transfer that Spirit upon your life. And like I said, you will also be able to take the Spirit and walk under the authority that that Spirit brings. You see, there's divine appointments for every one of your lives, my wife's in Walmart the other day. She didn't probably get mad at me for saying it, but we, get, we have these divine appointments in airports, in other countries, in different places. We'd just be traveling, trying to, you know, catch up with the time and jet lag and everything else, but all of a sudden, there's a divine appointment. In Walmart, all of a sudden, this lady praying for him right there in the clothing department. You see, these, point, these times where there will be a Catholic priest riding on the plane next to you, and that Catholic priest will be having confessional to you because of the authority because of the spirit that is upon your life you may not be educated you may not have been gone to the best of schools or grew up in the the richest of neighborhoods because I know that we was dirt poor when I was growing up but God has called the abased things to confound those that are. Hello somebody. God has called the foolish things to confound the wise. God has called the treasures out of darkness in these last days to go and inherit the inner cities and your descendants will inherit the inner cities. The desolate places. There are still a lot of desolate places. All you got to do is be willing to share the burden. Every head bowed. And every eye closed. As we get prepared for this altar service, I want you to think about it for a minute. Because only you and God know exactly where you're at, and the struggle in your life, and so forth, but lay it all down, cast it aside, fix your eyes upon Jesus, that, ch- that chapter 12 there says, listen, there's such a great cloud of witnesses, but lay aside everything that's entangling you, and, and holding you, and suffocating you, and strangling you, and sucking the life out of you, lay it aside, let it go. And fix your eyes upon the author and perfecter of your faith. For despising all shame endured, hostility, and the cross. Sometimes we just get caught up, and I understand that. I get caught up all the time. But then all of a sudden, there's a recalibration that takes place in my heart. Like it has the last couple months in my personal walk. My eyes have been beginning to see things and understand some things. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. But one thing I know is that over the years, there's been those moments. Those, those moments of Gethsemane. Those moments of being right there and battling with God and struggling with God. And saying, God, you know what? I don't know if I can do it anymore. Like Moses. And then God would come near and begin to say, I have plans you haven't seen yet. I have a greater purpose that you have not yet got a glimpse of. Just hold fast. Just hold fast. harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Let's all stand this morning, this afternoon, and I'm going to ask you Be real this morning. Come on, heart to heart.